Years ago, I picked up a young hitchhiker, and I asked him for directions. I asked, How do you get to heaven from here? He pondered the unusual question for a few moments and responded, Go to church and pay your tithes. Several years prior to that episode, I sat in a college sociology class where the professor asked the same question, How do you get to heaven from here? After much discussion, two answers were posted on the blackboard. Let's take a short quiz. Do you know how they get to heaven from here? In your mind, check off one of the answers below or file it in the other category. Quiz. How do you get to heaven from here? Join the church. Be baptized. Go to church regularly and obey the Ten Commandments. Read the Bible and walk in the woods. Your good deeds must outweigh your bad. Live a good life and don't harm anyone. And then other. This feature will pause for five seconds for you to make your mental entry. In the sociology class of approximately 30 students, nearly all confessing to be Christians, the answers settled down to two. One, go to church regularly and obey the Ten Commandments. And two, Live a good life and don't harm anyone. How did you answer? In the classroom, I raised my hand and asked, Would you accept Jesus Christ as the authority on how to get to heaven? The teacher said that he would. I responded that both answers on the blackboard were wrong and went on to cite John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Are you ready to settle the question? Make your decision for Jesus Christ while you still have time. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Job chapter 41, Canst thou draw out Leviathan with an hook, or his tongue with a cord which thou settest down? Wilt thou play with him as with a bird, or wilt thou bind him for thy maidens? Behold, the hope of him is in vain. Shall not one be cast down even at the sight of him? None is so fierce that dare stir him up. Who then is able to stand before me? Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible round about. His scales are his pride. Shut up together is with a close seal. By his kneesings a light doth shine, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lamps, and sparks of fire leap out. When he raiseth up himself, the mighty are afraid. By reason of breakings they purify themselves. He esteemeth iron as straw, and brass as rotten wood. He maketh the deep to boil like a pot. He maketh the sea like a pot of ointment. Upon earth there is not his like, who is made without fear. He beholdeth all high things. He is a king over all the children of pride. God said, Job chapter 40, Behold now Behemoth, which I made with thee, he eateth grass as an ox. Lo, now his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword approach unto him. He lieth under the shady trees in the covert of the reeds and fens. God said, Isaiah chapter 14, verse 29, 
Rejoice not thou, whole Palestinia, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. God said, Jeremiah fifty-one thirty-four. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me. He hath crushed me. He hath made me an empty vessel. He hath swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his belly with my delicates. He hath cast me out. Man said, Foolishness. The dinosaurs never walked with man. The dinosaurs died out 65 million years ago. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature article 656 that will once again certify the full inerrancy and thus supernatural origin of the Holy Bible. All of these features are archived on this site in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. There are three convenient features on God Said, Man Said that many have found very useful. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword in the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information about Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and it's easy. Number three, imagine you can download to your electronic device nearly 170 hours of God Said, Man Said features. Listen to one every day. Thank you for coming. We are honored by your presence. May the face of our God shine upon you and yours with light and truth. With the literal mountains of proof of a 6,000-year-old earth and its universe— with all the ubiquitous certification of the world flood in the days of Noah, and with all the global testimony that man and the dinosaurs lived contemporaneously, why all the animated denial? One not-so-obvious answer is that it is easier to believe a lie than the truth. Second Thessalonians 2.10 calls it the deceivableness of unrighteousness. Concerning faith, Romans 4, 3 reads, For what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Abraham's faith, which was demonstrated by his deeds, was counted unto him for righteousness. Unbelief, on the other hand, is unrighteousness, and it too is demonstrated by one's deeds. Grandmother Eve, in an act of unbelief, for she believed Satan's words, the deceivableness of unrighteousness over God's, cast the mold for all her progeny. It is like mother-like daughter, like father-like son, to embrace the lie is simply natural. Dinosaurs lived contemporaneously with man, and this is a staggering problem for evolutionists. Several foundational paragraphs follow from the God Said, Man Said feature, Dinosaurs and Man Contemporaneously. The dinosaur's evolution's favorite poster child. Museums the world over display the skeletons of these massive creatures dazzling visitors. The message of the curator is one of millions and millions of years. Concerning the long-age claims of pseudoscience, Albert Engels had this to say regarding apparent human footprints in rock and the periodical Scientific American. If man, or even his ape ancestor, or even that ape ancestor's early mammalian ancestor extended as far back as the Carboniferous period in any shape, 
then the whole science of geology is so completely wrong that all the geologists will resign their jobs and take up truck driving. Hence, for the present at least, science rejects the attractive explanation that man made these mysterious prints in the mud of the Carboniferous period with his feet. Ancient cultures, along with not-so-ancient history, declare the dinosaur. From the Chinese, with their depiction and reverence of the colossal dragon, to the 216 sites of recorded dinosaur activity in England, the terrible lizard is proclaimed. Many places in England, for example, are named after these creatures, with names such as Dragon's Green, Sharp Fight Meadow, Dragon Horde, and so on. Old records that read like a daily police blotter declare so matter-of-factly their encounters with the terrible lizards. The following accounts are documented by William Cooper in his book, After the Flood. The giant reptile at Bury's in Suffolk, for example, is known to us from a chronicle of the year 1405, and this is what it reads. Close to the town of Bury's near Sudbury, there has lately appeared the great hurt of the countryside, a dragon vast in body with a crested head, teeth like a saw, and a tail extended to an enormous length. Having slaughtered the shepherd of a flock, it devoured many sheep. After an unsuccessful attempt by local archers to kill the beast due to its impenetrable hide, excuse me, in order to destroy him, all the country people around were summoned. But when the dragon saw that he was again to be assailed with arrows, he fled into a marsh or mere and there hid himself among the long reeds that was no more to be seen. In another excerpt, the early Britons, from whom the modern Welsh are descended, provide us with our earliest surviving European accounts of reptilian monsters, one of whom killed and devoured King Morid, King Morid in 336 B.C. We are told in the account translated for us by Joffrey of Mammoth that the monster gulped down the body of Morid as a big fish swallows up a little one. Joffrey described the animal as a belu. Concerning Isaiah's account of fiery flying serpents, the elderly people of Penland, England, spoke of them as late as the early 1900s. Marie Etrevelon tells us the following. The woods around Penland Castle in Gambergan had the reputation of being frequented by winged serpents, and these were the terror of old and young alike. An aged inhabitant of Penland, who died a few years ago, said that in his boyhood, the winged serpents were described as very beautiful. They were coiled when in repose and looked as if they were covered in jewels of all sorts. Some of them had crests sparkling with all the colors of the rainbow. When disturbed, the glided, they glided swiftly, sparkling all over to their hiding places. When angry, they flew over people's heads with outspread wings, bright and sometimes with eyes too, like the feathers in a peacock's tail. He said it was not just an old story invented to frighten children, but a real fact. His father and uncle had killed some of them, for they were as bad as foxes for poultry. The old man attributed the extinction of the winged serpents to the fact that they were terrors in the farmyards and coverts. Again from Cooper's After the Flood. The last monster to be destroyed by Beowulf, and from which encounter Beowulf also died in the year A.D. 583, was a flying reptile which lived on a promontory overlooking the Sea of Eronisness 
on the southern coast of Sweden. Now the Saxons, and presumably the Danes, knew flying reptiles in general as liftflaga, air flyers. But this particular species of flying reptile, the specimen from Ronisness, was known to them as widflaga, literally a wide or foraging flyer, and the description that they have left us fits that of a giant pteranodon. Interestingly, the Saxons also described this creature as Lidraca, or fire dragon, and he is described as 50 feet in length, or perhaps wingspan, and about 300 years of age. Great age is a common feature among today's non-giant reptiles. Moreover, and of particular interest to us, the name Widflaga would have distinguished this particular species of flying reptile from another similar species, which was capable of making only short flights. Such a creature was portrayed in a shield boss from the Sutton Hoo burial, which shows a flying dragon with its wings folded along its sides. Its long, tooth-filled jaws are readily seen, and the shield boss can be seen to this day in its showcase at the British Museum. Modern paleontologists working from fossilized remains have named such a creature pterodactyl. In a 1793 statistical account of Scotland, the sober government report read, In the end of November and beginning of December last, many of the country people observed dragons appearing in the north and flying rapidly towards the east, from which they concluded, and their conjectures were right, that boisterous weather would follow. Flying reptiles have been reported as recently as the early 1900s, finally from Cooper's book. Likewise, the Voluspa tells of a certain monster, which the early Vikings called a Nithhogger, its name Corpse Terror, revealing the fact that it lived off Carrion. Saxo Grammaticus in the Gesta Donorum tells of the Danish king Frotho's fight with a giant reptile, and it is in the advice given by a local to the king and recorded by Saxo that the monster is described in great detail. It was, he says, a serpent, wreathed in coils, doubled in many a fold, and with a tail drawn out in winding whirls, shaking his manifold spirals and shedding venom, his slaver burns up what it bespatters. Yet he tells the king in words that were doubtless meant to encourage rather than dismay, Remember to keep the dauntless temper of thy mind, nor let the point of the jagged tooth trouble thee, nor the starkness of the beast, nor the venom. There is a place under his lowest belly whither thou must plunge the blade. End of quote. Did dinosaurs live in the memory of man? The following excerpts referring to human footprints are from the periodical Scientific American in an article written by Albert Engels titled The Carboniferous Mystery. On sites reaching from Virginia and Pennsylvania through Kentucky, Illinois, Missouri, and westward toward the Rocky Mountains, prints similar to those shown above, he's referring to several accompanying pictures, and from 5 to 10 inches long have been found on the surface of exposed rocks and more and more keep turning up as the years go by. Roland Bird, a paleontologist from the American Museum of Natural History, examined rocks bearing remarkable human footprints that were discovered and a Cretaceous claimed to be around a 100 million years old limestone formation near Glen Rose, Texas. The following is his statement, as published in a 1939 issue of Natural History. Yes, 
They apparently were real enough, real as rock could be, the strangest things of their kind I have ever seen. On the surface of each was splayed the near likeness of a human foot, perfect in every detail, but each imprint was 15 inches long. End of quote. It reminds me of Genesis 6, chapter 4. Just before the flood, it says this, There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. End of quotes. Keep in mind that the word dinosaur was coined by Sir Richard Owen in 1841. The word means terrible lizard. Prior to this time, these creatures were known as dragons, fiery flying serpents, behemoth, leviathan, cockatrice, etc., and they walked contemporaneously with man. When soft cellular tissue was found where it shouldn't be, evolutionists were forced to rethink positions. It just wasn't possible, not in 65 million year old and older fossilized bones. The following excerpts are from the God Said Man Said feature article, Soft Tissue Dinosaurs Shock Evolutionists. The young earth data continues to pour in, and again the purported 200 to 65 million year old evolutionary poster child, the dinosaur, is under attack. The following news story that shook evolution to its rotting roots was published by the Reuters news agency on March 24, 2005. A few excerpts follow. To make sure she was seeing what she thought she was seeing, Schweitzer, a biologist by training, compared the Tyrannosaur samples with bone taken from a dead ostrich. She chose an ostrich because birds are thought to be the closest living relatives of dinosaurs, and ostriches are big birds. Both the dinosaur and ostrich blood vessels contain small reddish-brown dots that could be the nuclei of the endothelial cells that line blood vessels. Taking the mineral out of both ostrich bone and the Tyrannosaur bone, a simple experiment that can be duplicated by anyone using a chicken bone, for example, and vinegar yielded flexible fibers. Microscopic examination showed what looked like bone cells called, called osteocytes in both. The finding certainly shows fossilization does not proceed as science had assumed, Schweitzer said. Since the discovery, she has found similar samples of soft tissue in two other Tyrannosaur fossils and a hadrosaur. The fossil was dug up out of Montana's Hell Creek Formation, a rich source of fossils, end of quote. In the June 2005 issue of Acts and Facts, scientific researcher Frank Sherwin stated the following in the article, The Devastating Issue of Dinosaur Tissue. A recent discovery in the field of paleontology has sent shockwaves through the scientific community. Evolutionist Mary A. Schweitzer of North Carolina State University has discovered flexible blood cells inside the fossilized thigh bone of a 68 to 70 million year old Tyrannosaurus rex from the Hell Creek Formation in eastern Montana. Further investigation revealed round microscopic structures that looked to be cells inside the hollow vessels. Even to the untrained eye, the tissue samples look as if the animal died recently. Fibrous protein material was dissolved with an enzyme called collagenase, indicating that amino acid sequencing could probably be done. Amino acids are the building blocks of protein. Although it is too early to make definite statements regarding this stunning and wholly unexpected find, the evidence seems to indicate 
that the T-Rex fossil is, well, young. Young as in just centuries old, certainly not an age of millions of years. Indeed, Dr. Schweitzer said, I am quite aware that according to conventional wisdom and models of fossilization, these structures aren't supposed to be there, but there they are. I was pretty shocked. Would evolutionary theory have predicted such an amazing discovery? Absolutely not. Soft tissue would have degraded completely many millions of years ago, no matter how fortuitous the preservation process. Will evolutionary theory now state, due to this clear physical evidence, that it is possible dinosaurs roamed the earth until relatively recent times? No, for evolutionary theory will not allow dinosaurs to exist beyond a certain philosophical evolutionary period, end of quote. In the September-November 2005 Creation magazine, excerpts from the March 25, 2005 issue of Science were published, followed by Creation's comments under the heading, Dino Soft Tissue Find, the following was found. A research team led by Mary Schweitzer of North Carolina State University has discovered the remarkable preserva preservation of soft cellular tissues inside several T-Rex and other dinosaur bones. They observed dinosaur blood vessels still flexible and elastic after 65 million years and apparently intact cells. Science Journal recaptured the evident excitement and disbelief of the researchers at the time of their discovery. Back in the lab, Schweitzer and her technician demineralized the dinosaur skeleton fragments as the fossil dissolved transparent vessels were left behind. It was totally shocking, Schweitzer says. I didn't believe it until we'd done it 17 times. Unfortunately, such is the dominance of the long-age paradigm that facts alone won't really overturn it. Their discoveries are actually immensely powerful evidence that dinosaur fossils are not millions of years old at all, but were mostly fossilized under catastrophic conditions a few thousand years ago at most. Note that Dr. Schweitzer and her team justifiably identified the flexible branching structures in the T-Rex bone as blood vessels, but such soft tissue should not be there if the bones are as old as they claim, end of quote. Since Schweitzer's shocker, the soft tissue discoveries and supposedly tens of millions of year old fossils have been replicated numerous times. The 2013 headline reads, Soft sheets of fribbler bone from a fossil of the superorbital horn of the dinosaur Triceratops horridus. The scientific report was published by Mark Hollis Armitage of the Department of Biology, California State University, and Kevin Lee Anderson of the Department of Biology, Arkansas State University. Mr. Anderson is the director of Van Andel Creation Research Center and Creation Research Society. Several paragraphs from the paper follow. Previous studies have reported soft tissues and cell-like microstructures in fossilized dinosaur bones from Tarbosaurus bedar, uh, Tyrannosaurus rex, Brachylophosaurus, Canadensis, and Triceratops horridus, as well as other extinct organisms such, such as certain marine turtles. Light and electron microscopic studies have tentatively identified tissue components of dinosaur remains as red blood cells, endothelial cells, osteocytes, and collagen fibers. Isolation of dinosaur peptides and proteins has also helped to confirm the cellular nature of these fine structures. 
Exceptions to these findings have been offered by Kay. However, recent analysis seemed to confirm that original soft tissues and possibly original molecules do exist in incompletely fossilized remains of extinct animals, including dinosaurs. Furthermore, a wide variety of specimens yielding soft tissues have bolstered the fact that soft tissue is not limited to specific fossil sites or fossil species. Thus, a major focus of recent work has been the sampling of fossils from various taxa, dinosaur and otherwise, depositional environments and geological time frames to determine the extent of soft uh, tissue presence in the Vonian, Triassic, and Cretaceous strata in comparison with recent specimens. Under the abstract heading, we find the following. Soft fibular bone tissues were obtained from a, a supraorbital horn of Triceratops horridus collected at the Hell Creek Formation in Montana, USA. Soft material was present in pre- and post-decalcified bone. Horn material yielded numerous small sheets of lamellar bone matrix. This matrix possessed visible microstructures consistent with lamellar bone osteocytes. Some sheets of soft tissue had multiple layers of intact tissues with osteocyte-like structures featuring philopodial-like in, uh, interconnections and secondary branching. Both oblate and stellate types of osteocyte-like cells were present in sheets of soft tissues and exhibited organella-like microstructures. Scanning electron microscope analysis yielded osteotype-like cells featuring philopodial extensions of 18 to 20 micrometers in length. Philopodial extensions were delicate and showed no evidence of any per, uh, permineralization or crystallization artifact and therefore were interpreted to be soft. This is the first report of sheets of soft tissues from Triceratops horns bearing layers of osteocytes and extends the range and type of dinosaur specimens known to contain non-fossilized material in bone matrix. End of quote. Triceratops shouts young. Dinosaurs, the terrible lizards, they walked with man. God said, Job chapter 41, Canst thou draw out Leviathan with an hook, or his tongue with a cord which thou lettest down? Wilt thou play with him as with a bird, or wilt thou bind him for thy maidens? Behold, the hope of man is in vain. Shall not one be cast down, even at the sight of him? None is so fierce that dare stir him up. Who then is able to stand before me? Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible round about. His scales are his pride, shut up together as with a close seal. By his kneesings a light doth shine, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lamps, and sparks of fire leap out. When he raiseth up himself, the mighty are afraid. By reason of breakings they purify themselves. He esteemeth iron as straw, and brass as rotten wood. He maketh the deep to boil like a pot. He maketh the sea like a pot of ointment. Upon earth... There is not his like, who is made without fear. He beholdeth all high things. He is king over all the children of pride. God said, Job chapter 40, Behold, now behemoth, which I made with thee. He eateth grass as an ox. Lo, now his strength is in his loins, and his force in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. 
He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. He lieth under the shady trees in the covert of the reeds and fens. God said, Isaiah fourteen twenty nine. Rejoice not thou, whole Palestinia, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. God said, Jeremiah fifty one thirty four. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me. He hath crushed me. He hath made me an empty vessel. He hath swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his belly with my delicates. He hath cast me out. Man said, Foolishness! The dinosaurs never walked with man. The dinosaurs died out 65 million years ago. Now you have the record.